This is Karen from Deconversion Therapy, and sitting across the pond, and by pond I mean Lake Okeechobee, Lake Okeechobee, <laughs> is... This is Bonnie, down here in Florida. And I'm up here in Tennessee. And you know, the more north you go, the more liberal. So that's why it's so liberal where I am. Um, that's and just a big pile of sarcasm in a bowl. Yep, and that's us. And we just want to thank our new listeners because we've gotten quite a few lately who are coming from here and from there. Um, obviously, Satan's bringing you towards us, and we really appreciate it. Uh, if you could rate and review, sucky as it is, you can only do that in Apple Podcasts, even if you don't use that. So we ask you, we implore um, that you do that. Give us five stars if you would like. Uh, don't review us otherwise. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I was telling Karen before we started about this other podcast I was listening to, which will not be named, but the guy, um, he just went off on the people who <laughs> had given him honest feedback. <laughs> and it was great. He was calling them losers and uh, and stupid. And, we're and not I will do, do the that. same. <laughs> in print, you would do it in print. <laughs> I don't know. I would do it on here. No. Um, and then you also told about how you listened to a podcast and you could hear the person doing the dishes. So we're, we work really hard on our professionalism. As you can tell, the well, research, our our manner, our professional voices. It's, our we've manner. been schooling for years. Well, Karen has the gadgets, and she just showed me one before we got on air. And I'm like, oh my gosh, her earphones plug into something, and her her microphone plugs into something else, and mine are uh, the gamer headphones of a 13-year-old child. Which I used to have. Our first year or two, that was exactly what I had. And I didn't mind it, but, like, things were degrading. Let's Once put it that way. Once you learn. Once you learn. And my dog ate the fluffy thing on the end of the microphone. <laughs> the foam thing? Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. you got to have that. But thanks for tuning in. Bonnie and I have known each other since we were one year old. We grew up together in the church. We left at different times for different reasons, but we've always been in touch and been closer or more distant at different times in our life. And now we have nobody left. So that's why we're together doing this podcast. And I have her on Zoom, and she just looked to her left as if she has a whole bunch of friends over there. I was looking at the camera. I'm always on camera. Camera. So you can find us on Twitter, on Instagram. We have a private Facebook group. And that is really lovely on Fridays. People open up about different things on there. You can do it anytime that you're in there, but we try on Fridays to really just sort of give people a push over that cliff and say, hey, it's time to share your problems, your issues, some memes, whatever you want. And then we have TikTok. So you might have found us on some of those things. I don't know. But 
Besides rating and reviewing us, we'd love if you sent in your funny stories. We just figured out how to work some uh, some Google spreadsheets. I will not walk you through it since it took me eight hours, but I will say that we are organizing the letters and we would love some new and fresh ones. Send them in so that we may also color coordinate yours. So, Karen, how was your week? (laughs) It has been a little crazy, but it's been good. Uh, Doing lots of podcast stuff. We had our sponsorship Zoom call the other night, which was a blast again. We have a nice, like, core group. You can sponsor us. Go to our website, deconversiontherapy.com. Uh, podcast.com. That's where you can send in your letters or find out how to sponsor us. But anyway, we had our second Zoom meeting with people. And it's just, you know, it it feels, it's a group. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. It's, it's so nice. And I called it a party, which could be sad, but I don't think so because I haven't been out and doing anything for so long. That. <laughs> so I, I told somebody, okay, so at 7 o'clock Eastern time, I'm going to be on a Zoom party. <laughs> and uh, they were jealous. <laughs> um, I had to rest afterwards. So <laughs> Nice. Well, it was great. And I love hearing all the people who have different variations on what we're talking about. Yeah. It's so And so cool. much knowledge. Like people who oh, know God. other things we don't know. Um, so much. <laughs> yeah. Which we are yeah. not going to let our listeners know that. But yeah. absolutely. And every now and then you'll ask, oh, I don't know what I'm going to say. Never mind. <laughs> I can't oh. drink and do this. Well, then don't sip. <laughs> don't gulp another swig. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't even I was gonna have a cup of coffee. Wait, wait, you asked I asked you how your week was. So the rest of my week is I think I am living a life when I am on social media. So when people are like, oh, what'd you do this week? And I really want to tell you about things that really happened with people I do not know. In social media areas that I can speak nothing about. But okay, Um, so to me, in the last week for me, work was work. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. But, oh, the Met Gala happened. Yes. And that was fun seeing all those outfits. I (laughs) enjoyed it quite a bit. Did you see Lil Nas X? Yes. He so, had one outfit with a cape, and then he took the cape off, and he had a gold spacesuit kind of thing mm-hmm. happening under, and then he had a third one that I can't even remember, because you said we were going to drink while we were doing this, and I said, <laughs> okay, and you denied. <laughs> I am not drinking. I thought we meant drink all the other time of the day, but oh. not when we record. No. Um yeah, I love that, and I feel this sort of familiarity with him as in familial, because we did yeah. an episode on him. I feel like, Me oh, too. he knows us. We know him, <laughs> because we know 
about you know what happened when he was 14 and this and that so it's really sad but it is but when i saw him i was like oh karen needs to see this lil lil i need i'm gonna call you up and tell you how much i really liked that but the other thing is he has been doing all these uh things on tiktok and these little films because his new album has come out or is or whatever and the whole concept was he has been having a fake prosthetic pregnancy and it looks so real and i have been disgusted by it oh so are you like oh karen that is very bad of you all that I am saying that I am disgusted at is I I don't like seeing naked pregnant bellies at all. Like okay. they look, and especially his, looks like it's about to pop <laughs> and it worries me and it gives me a stomach ache. Um, but You're just yeah. worried about not being prepared when it happens, it sounds like. When Lil Nas starts pushing it out? Yes. No, it's like the physical feeling of an extended stomach and the way it looks. I'm like, oh, no. So I just texted you what Lil Nas is doing with his fake pregnancy. And let me just say there are a billion other pictures of him and videos of him (laughs) like that. Look at his stupid face. (laughs) Well, I will have to delete that. (laughs) You said you had a purse story. So last week, last episode that we put out with the 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 frazzled wife, what is she? The submissive (laughs) wife. Transformed wife. Right, right. Okay, so Basically, she's really submissive, and I was telling Karen, like, I I totally should have told this during that episode, but I wasn't thinking because I was so shocked at all the garbage that she was putting out there. But back in the day when I was dating this guy and he was fully, you know, uh, church-oriented and family-oriented, he was all about getting married and having babies and uh, two of his brothers had four kids each and like one brother had two. So I went to this giant Christmas day celebration, what have you with all of these children. And it was hilarious because I think every one of them was a boy and they were just little tiny shitheads, which was right, great. Right. But, um, so I go to this and the sister had this cute little Dooney and Burke purse. And I was like, Oh, I love your purse. And she says to me, when you get married, you can have one too. And yeah. I remember thinking, uh, <laughs> I could have one right this minute, lady, if right. I wanted one. Um, I was I just being nice. Shoplift, <laughs> so you can shove it up. Yeah. But I remember thinking, like, oh no, 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 no. That is that is not how it's gonna be. Ugh. And was you that like two a can have reward? a, a purse. If you get married. Well, like I said, we know anytime you sleep with David Spade and he's got those purses in his <laughs> spare bedroom that he sends the women he sleeps with, go get yourself a purse. And Karen oh, that says that from a place of knowledge. She's not making it up. It's no. in his book. 
That is <laughs> research. <laughs> That's what this podcast is about. Research. So, yeah. All right. Well, so that was my week uh, trying to also fend off the random narcissists. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> well, let's get into our letter sode. Again, send us some, but now we can read them off our spreadsheet. So why don't you go first? Okay, this person says it's okay to use their first name on the podcast. So Evelyn says, this is the mission trip from hell or the mission trip to hell. Ooh. All right, so it was 1986. Oh, good, good era, good era in Washington State. I was 16 and had just started going to a youth group with a friend. Hmm. (laughs) That just sounds like our high school friends who were um, lured into our church group. That's the only reason you went to youth group. Well, me and my friends were all unchurched kids, meaning (laughs) our families did not take us to church. We just did the youth group on Wednesday night. So... When this youth group had a mission trip to Tijuana, Mexico over spring break, all of us unchurched kids signed up. Let the party begin. (laughs) I remember driving down to Mexico. It takes about 18 hours. Oh, my God. I remember those bus trips, though, how you'd just be so excited to sit by who you wanted. But then four Mm -hmm. hours in, you're just all miserable and yeah. Not me. I made out with my boyfriend. Anyway. For 18 hours? (laughs) Probably. It says, uh, she says it takes about 18 hours. We stayed one night on the floor of a church in San Diego. (laughs) There were some shenanigans on that church floor that night. Someone got felt up, but that was just the beginning. (laughs) Our hormones were raging and it was spring break after all. Oh, they took their spring break to do a mission tour. Dedication. Okay. The orphanage we went to. (laughs) These orphanages do not deserve us, first of all. In every sense of the word. (laughs) I know so many. All right. The orphanage we went to was just outside of Tijuana, Mexico. It was the first time I had been out of the country. I honestly can't remember what we were doing at the orphanage, building something for them, I guess. I, being a 16-year-old girl, did very little. I do remember the orphans made me sad, and I avoided them at all costs. Oh, it's so true. Oh, Americans, God. we got to stay happy. Oh, God. Because ultimately, you can't go, all right, come home with me. Because that would be the fix. Yeah. 1986, you weren't taking selfies with them with one tear in your eye. That's right. So it was no use to cry then. Right. Um, Although in a good way, they were kids back then who didn't know how stupid and shallow the rest of the world was by social media. So... um, Oh, okay, so back to the letter. No, I did not want to hold a baby. Oh, Then our youth pastor, not a builder or in the construction trade, dug down and hit the water main, breaking it. (laughs) (laughs) He looked real stressed out, running to and from town to find parts to fix the water main. (laughs) I thought with one bucket of water each time. Um. On one of his many trips to town, some of the youth group boys went with him to offer their assistance. 
and by tequila. Yes, what? tequila was purchased secretly, and soon after the boys were caught drinking. The boys got a stern talking to, but that did not stop them. Soon, several of my friends were invited to a secret party, and much more tequila was passed around. Girls got drunk, boys tried to get with them, and all were caught. <laughs> <laughs> by God, uh, yep. Yeah. This time, the pastor decided to send them all home early. Note... When it was the boys, they just got a talking to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so the five failed teen missionaries were sent home in a van <laughs> with one adult man to supervise them. Oh, but wait, it's not over. On the way home, the van broke down somewhere in California and they had to get a hotel. Yes, there was a hot tub party. And you guessed it, oh more God. tequila. I guess they never actually confiscated the original bottles of tequila. Oh the man who was supposed to be supervising the church kids from hell was asleep. Right, right. I yeah. already pictured the snoring. Right, right. Yeah. And the mustache. He yeah. had to have a mustache. <laughs> um, crazy but true. Sex, tequila, and hot tubs. Trust, or no, just your average evangelical white savior mission trip from hell. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That is how that would, none of us ever got away with any of that. And if there was anything going on, again, I am still oblivious to this day. Yeah, I would love to know if there was. I just don't think so. I don't think I don't think I we know. had such a clever group. Ugh. Yeah. The one time that we went to Tijuana when I was living in Los Angeles, first of all, it was not 18 hours away or I couldn't have convinced anybody to go. But I remember saying to people like, oh, gosh, you know, my friends back home would go. And they're like, what? We'll go. We'll go. So we all drove down there, got down there. And guess what day it was? It was Cinco de Mayo. Oh. And you'd think that that would be a big celebratory time, but it wasn't. So the clubs were very emptied out, but it didn't keep us from getting drunk. So then we drove home, and I had to go to work the next day. And let me tell you, that was the best shift at a restaurant I ever had. <laughs> I was so happy. <laughs> In a great mood. Everything was moving fast. And somebody was like, what's with you? <laughs> I haven't been to sleep. All right. This one's from Kristen. And it says, I'm a Canadian. Oh. And that was it. That's the letter. I'm a Canadian <laughs> ex-Christian who attended a fellowship Baptist church and Christian reform school through the 90s and early 2000s. Yes, the era of the flip-flop, ripped jeans, and puka bead shell-wearing, frosted-tipped, hair-rocking youth pastor. Oh, I was picturing that on, like, just a person, but then, all That's right. just a Justin Bieber friend. Yeah. My last year and a bit of high school was generally spent desperately trying to seem, quote, edgy and troubled. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think I came from a dysfunctional and broken home and that no one really cared about me. When in reality, my devout and caring parents would track me down at random parks and yell at me in front of my friends for drinking Smirnoff ice at 9 p.m. on a school night. People were living on what the What were edge, you doing though. in a park? Exactly. A you park. deserve the yelling. 
Well, a park in Canada, though. So that's just sort of like a church in the U.S. Okay. I guess at some point I gave up on the too cool for church persona and returned to the fold. I like to think I was the Bonnie making friends with the heathens. What? She's trying. I don't like it. She said she thinks of herself as Bonnie. And she obviously thinks highly, highly of herself. So, okay. I like (laughs) to think I was the Bonnie making friends with the heathens while my lifelong friend Clara was the Karen tethering me to the truth and light. Okay. I like it. Of Jesus Christ, our Lord, praise be. Okay. I think it depends. Depends how we want to look at that. But I will look at it as she thinks I'm the better one. Okay. (laughs) After seeing the error of my ways and rededicating my life to Christ, I became a leader in the youth group at church. The best part was sharing my wild testimony about my alcoholism, lesbianism. (laughs) You did not put that in. Isms. (laughs) And one per week smoking habit. I saw it as my like mission. Like one cigarette per week? <laughs> <laughs> or lesbian. But I think okay. it goes with the cigarette. <laughs> okay. I saw it as my mission to prevent other young souls from traveling down the same treacherous path I had chosen to take for 18 whole months. In parks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyways, as youth leaders, Claire and I organized a 30-hour famine. Okay. You uh-huh. and I, Bonnie, did not participate in those. Our church believed in eating all the time. But I later, when I was in other churches and programs, the the 40-hour famine, two-day famine was pretty usual. Yeah. Oh, and she explains it. Okay. Well, an, and I have a, a good amount of Jewish friends who would do fasting on various holidays, hence the term breaking fast. Um, but they explained it really well. Like it, it, it causes you to remind yourself of why you're fasting when you feel each pang of hunger. I like Very that. True. Yeah. Um, so she says, it's an event where teens raise money to not eat for 30 hours, and the money goes to real starving children. I think I don't really know. The details were always <laughs> a little fuzzy, and it was really just an excuse to have a super-duper fun church sleepover with no food or Smirnoff ice. <laughs> At midnight, after six hours of hanging out with sweaty, hungry, horny teens in the church basement, listening to Christian rock music, oh. isn't that always it? I'm not talking the music, but just like horny kids. And everyone's and Christian like, music. Let's, let's break down the horny kids' defenses by starving them. Right. So that will make them even less prone to... Can we to... just sleep for 24 of these hours? <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're in the basement, listening to Christian music. Claire and I began to feel the pangs of hunger. After some deliberation, we came to the conclusion that, as leaders, we weren't actually in the youth group. People hadn't paid money for us to not eat. Oh. It was the kids <laughs> who were supposed to go hungry. We had a much more important job. We had to make sure everyone was safe. 
not eating and not even thinking about having sex. Right. And that required energy. Yeah, it <laughs> To does. be absolutely sure we were not just justifying the secret consumption of food out of our hangriness, we thought it would be good to pray about it. And <laughs> what do you know? God agreed. <laughs> God, if you want us to eat, I want to feel those hunger pains again. And hear some Christian music. Um, okay. He spoke to us very clearly, and we knew we were meant to walk across the street to McDonald's for some fries no. and milkshake. God spoke to us a lot during the next 24 hours, and he seemed very concerned about our energy levels. He sent us again for breakfast and then for lunch. We made sure oh to wash gosh. the french fry smell from our hands and choose some gum before oh. returning to the church oh. so as not to cause the brave and hungry youths to stumble. Thank you, Karen oh. and Bonnie, for your podcast. It's the highlight of my week. Oh, Sadly, <laughs> Clara never did make it out. Oh, my last visit with her was a terrifying glimpse into the life I almost had and made me so grateful for my deconversion and education. I'm so happy you two have each other and choose to share your delightful humor and religious trauma with the rest of us. Oh, oh that's so sweet. sweet. <laughs> so, and at first I thought she was like, Clara never did make it out of McDonald's. <laughs> but right. She meant out of the fold. Yeah, and that reminds me of, this happened a lot, like almost every mission trip that I ever did, you would be doing things that were really a shock to your system, you know, you're you're dealing with beggars, you're eating weird food, lots of people are getting sick, you're sleeping on floors, it's a struggle, yeah. and because of that struggle, there would be a time in every freaking trip where the leaders would say, you know, I don't know, we have some extra money. Now, this extra money is usually <laughs> because parents gave or yeah. churches gave and no one knew how to handle money. So they never <laughs> knew what to rightfully ask for. So if you had 15 extra dollars, 15 extra dollars goes a long way in a third world country. But it would always or be like... at a McDonald's. Yes. But it would always be like, you know, I think God wants to bless us. And that was always the verbiage where we would all get to go out to either a nice dinner or on this <laughs> other one, we went to the nicest hotel where they oh. had showers, a swimming pool, you know, a bar, all this stuff, air condition. But we would justify it as in like we're serving the Lord and God takes care of his people yeah. who are called by his name. Like all these verses and I feel shitty about it. But yeah, God always seems to want <laughs> what's best for us. And we he does what's best. Well, he gave it to you. I know. <laughs> Good job. And I can do nothing but obey. All right, so more missionary stuff is coming. Really? Yep. 
this person says don't use their name on the podcast. So hello, Gavin. <laughs> not his name, not her name. Okay. Hi there. Um, here is my fun-filled short-term mission trip story. Years ago, during my Christian years, I went to Papua New Guinea. We traveled Papa. to... Papua. What? Papua New Guinea. That's not how white people say it. Papua New Guinea. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Papua? Yes. Or Papua New Guinea. No, it's Papua New Guinea. But Papua listen, New Guinea? Okay. I would only know that because I lived on that side of the world where, like, people just knew that. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Uh, this person says we traveled 20-something hours. God bless. These people are traveling a, traveling a long time. I mean, we took airplanes to the Bahamas. I know. The, that the, was like maybe an hour. Yeah, the, the heathen land of the Bahamas <laughs> right. and their white sand beaches. Um, where we were told if somebody comes up and offer you, <laughs> take two. Where we were told if someone comes up and offers you something, do not take it because it was probably drugs. I thought and they said do take it. Oh, no. And there was a guy walking around the beach, and I remember he just had this uh, re on repeat. Smoke today? Smoke today? Smoke today? And I was really? Like, oh, he wants to sell us drugs to smoke. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, so this person says... Well, then I have to stop and just yeah. tell this one thing then, because you said that. Remember when you and I were, we've said this before, driving in Miami, and I think I was driving, and Doubtful. someone, guy pulled up next to us and kept flashing, like, <laughs> the $20. He would just be, like, holding up his hands, going like that, and... I'm like, he wants to pay us. And we're like, no, <laughs> no he, he thinks does. we're prostitutes. He wants to pay us. And we found out he was trying to signal us for me to turn my lights on. All Aww. right, take it away. <laughs> God, our stories but are I always something so sad. <laughs> I was desirable for five minutes in my head. He wants head. to pay us. Um, all right, so this person says we traveled 20-something hours to bring Jesus slash vacation slash take selfies with cute kids to share with our friends back home. The first night after our long-ass journey, we were treated to an inspirational talk by the head missionary. I, along with my team, was passed out for the majority of the talk. I happened to wake up when the missionary shared this revelation with us. Quote, after years of serving God in Papua New Guinea, I realize I hate the people of Papua New Guinea. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Everyone God. in our team who was half asleep woke up like they just took some smelling salt. <laughs> Luckily, his depressing speech inspired me to not go into missionary work, and eventually <laughs> I left the church altogether. <laughs> like, boom. That's it. <laughs> My God. See, yeah. that's when it should be like, now we will escort you out. There right. has to be standards <laughs> in church that we had. They're just not happening. <sighs> Do you remember the time in church? I was, well, I mean, I was 
not paying attention to this guy because he had a very strong accent and he was going on and on. And was it my one, father? No, he was at the pulpit and he <sighs> at one point said, and I thank God for pus. And I was like, jolted out of my lull. And I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? He thanks God for pus. And then he was talking about how all the white cells, you know, gather and and make pus. And Mm. that means that they're healing your body. So, um, (laughs) And Jesus is the pus on which (laughs) your skin of sin lands. And this sermon. So thank you, Gavin, for your letter. Kidding. His name's not Gavin. So this guy DM'd us just a short little thing I was going to read. And... It was in response to our episode that we talked about um, persecution night at the youth group. Oh, yeah. Where, in a letter said where, yeah, kids had to run through the forest and, you know, think they were going to be killed uh, for being Christian. So he responded, I had a hell night in youth group. They played screaming over the sound system, turned the heat all the way up. And the best part, we could volunteer to cut a piece of our hair off to be burned for ambiance. (laughs) Ambiance? (laughs) You know how just people would love that. They're just like, I have another idea. I have a lighter. Oh, if we burn hair and then it smells like people are... Yeah. I was thinking he was going to say we had an option. If we burned some of our hair off, we got to leave. Uh, That's not good sacrifice. All right, fine. Send more of your letters because you guys clearly had more fun in youth group than we did at times. (laughs) And I, God, we were just so biblical and, you know, really into the Lord, unlike these people. So I don't know. I think that somebody that I was going out with was not because there was talk of drinking. Yes. <laughs> and smoking the it marijuana. Uh, it, like a cigarette. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jesus was displeased about who yeah. we were hanging with. And yeah. um but we just prayed. That's all you can do. And this all reminds me that we are working on what I think is some hilarious new merch. So keep your eye out for that. And we'll see you on social media, and we will see you next week. Yeah, keep your eye on this space. Mm-hmm. And the sparrow. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.